for the Travel Traveling Designer Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. This is episode four, and I'm your host, Rick O'Brien. So uh, thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen. I think I inadvertently uh, took a summer vacation. It's been quite a while uh, since my <clears throat> the, since the last podcast. I think it was in June. I have to admit, my summer did feel a little bit like a vacation. You know, I wasn't living in my camper. I was spent a lot of time in Colorado, and I you know did fun stuff. I go to concerts and baseball games, and go out to dinner with friends and such. So I did feel like kind of a vacation. I just got back to Washington, you know, kind of like when school starts. I kind of feel like, yeah, I'm a kid and, you know, doing the whole summer vacation thing. But I think the last episode, I was actually in the beginning part of my Colorado trip. And I was uh, outside Fort Collins. Actually, I did the episode in my tent while it was raining. And uh, since that time, I, yeah, I was in Colorado until August. And then I traveled through to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Tetons, Yellowstone, over to Boise, or actually to Bozeman, Montana, then through the Sawtooth, then to Boise, to Bend, and now I'm back here in Camas, Washington. So it's it's been a, a good adventure, a good time, and it's kind of some time to uh, sit back and relax a little bit now. Um, I do want to, if there's any of my Colorado friends listening, I just wanted to thank everybody for uh, taking the time to hang out with me and take me in. And, uh, you know, yeah, just take the time. It was great to be able to go back and see my friends and be able to actually see people for a duration of time and not just do the quick catch up kind of thing. It was nice to see people multiple times and, you know, uh, get to see what, or get to hear what was going on in their lives. So it was great. So on to episode four and the topic. And there's a couple of things I've think about quite often, and especially being a traveler, this uh, something that's come to my mind quite often as well is this kind of this idea that there are two ideas I guess the idea that uh, travel makes us happier people and happier beings and also this the, the idea for need of community so two things if you know like depending you know when I was a traveler when I, being a traveler I obviously think about the traveling part and the happiness part you know and then when I was you know living in Colorado you know this whole idea of community was something that was probably a bigger influence on me but just kind of this idea that my opinion they have to kind of you know work together you know to uh, help balance out your life Um, you know I one thing I do for my parents business is I do social media and marketing so I come across these articles quite often um, talking about the science behind you know the fact that traveling makes us happier beings you know so I was just gonna throw some knowledge at you some things that I found that I thought were were interesting kind of from the scientific aspects of things. I'm just going to read through some of these really quick. First one is, uh, says neuroscientists have shown that new experiences can build new neural pathways in the brain. So when you travel, you can actually rewire your brain. You can bring increased creativity and the connection between mental and physical health and creativity is clearly established in this research. Experts say that new experiences can also spark feelings of compassion. Travel makes us makes us different people. It opens our hearts, opens our minds, and we see the world differently. Studies have proven that people have greater experience greater long-term happiness when they spend their money on experiences rather than things. When reminded of an experience they recently had, people feel greater happiness than remembering a thing. Remember how excited you were when you got your new iPhone? And now it's just your phone. 
and this actually amplifies as we get over as we get older over time our satisfaction with things we buy goes down and our satisfaction with an experience goes up travel is the only thing you can buy that makes makes us rich makes us richer and the research confirms this another idea another thing i found says travel can also promote brain health and keep your mind sharp when your brain is introduced to new experiences and new environments it becomes challenged and builds resistance to disease or puts potentially delays delays disease as well this increase in cognitive stimulation due to exposure has shown to to improve both memory and concentration particularly those with dementia seamlessly when you travel you intend you interact with new people, cultures, situations, and experiences, which can contribute to the delay of onset disease. Another idea, another thing I found, according to research gathered from the Farmington Health Heart Study, a landmark study that began in 1948 to span a course of 20 years. Women, women who vacation only six years or less were nearly eight times more likely to develop heart disease or have heart attack compared to women who travel at least twice a year. Um, another one, um, taking a vacation actually improves our well-being and mood. In addition to helping us feel happier and more relaxed, traveling can, inter can reduce burnout and make us, make us feel like we are better able to handle our jobs when we return. In addition to improving our mood, taking time off work for vacation is associated with a number of, of better physical outcomes, including f fewer health complaints and improved sleep. And the last one, and maybe my favorite, is traveling can help us practice gratitude. Traveling is also a great way to help us recognize how fortunate we are. Through our interaction with different people and the ways of, ways of life, traveling can help us realize our privilege and all the things we should be thankful for. Gratitude has been shown time and time again to help us live happier and, health and healthier lives. Reflecting on the differences between the places we visit and our life back home and being grateful for all that we have, including the means of travel, we can also help us feel more content. As a bonus, traveling and having the opportunity to meet others with different level of social economic backgrounds can also help us be more accepting of diversity and compassionate towards others. And, um, I think that's pretty cool stuff, you know, and uh, I can definitely, you know, attest to to all of that, you know, a lot, especially the, the excitement part, you know, um, you know, the one thing um, that I do is I'm not a planner as one thing I'm really awful at, but the time I will plan, you know, is when I decide, you know, to do a leg of a, of a, you know, decide to travel somewhere, I usually kind of feel like I do things in like legs, you know, the first thing I will, you know, do is, uh, you know, start looking and looking for campgrounds or boondocking sites and stuff. When you're traveling, you know, when you got a big camper, you know, I want to be prepared. So I want to, you know, look for places and I look for, you know, hikes and stuff along the way as well. You know, but that gets me excited, you know, just to, you know, start to plan, you know, a rough out, you know, kind of outline of a trip gets me super excited. You know, um, I think the, the thing I like about traveling the most is this idea of going down a new road or going to a new place or a new town or a new park, you know, driving down, you know, seeing something you've never seen before is like highly exciting for me. And it's something that, you know, uh, I think really gets me, gets me going and the thing that's, I, I like the most about traveling. And there's also, you know, um, going back to places, you know, I just had the opportunity to do, to go to two of the places 
two of my favorite places. You know, I'm, I might have told this part of the story before in one of the other podcasts, but, you know, when you're in Jackson Hole and you're traveling um, towards the Tetons and Highway 191, you know, you're driving and you can't see the Tetons quite yet. There's some, like, kind of hills that are in the way. But I've done, the, you know, that little stretch, you know, so many times that, you know, I know, like, when you turn, when you come around this bend, that the whole Teton range opens up and, like, my heart starts pounding, you know, when I get close. So I get super excited for some of those places that are just, like, near and dear to your heart. Um, you know, I when I was trying to figure out what to do for this episode, I actually put a small little video up on YouTube to try to get people to tell their stories about travel and such. And one of my friends, you know, I was having a beer with, and he told a story to me, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase it, but uh, he travels a lot for work, and he had to meet some of his colleagues um, on a remote location. They were somewhere in Colorado. So he decided to um, to tr take the weekend before and go see some new places. So, you know, he went to a new town and, you know, had a chance to try, you know, try some new beer and food and met some people, and then he stumbled across what he said was the coolest campground that he's ever been to and camped off for the weekend and then when he met his colleagues on that Monday you know someone quickly you know said like wow you look really happy you know just this whole idea of like getting out for a little adventure and seeing some new things and you know I kind of told him usually you know the the best places you find are usually the places you just kind of stumble across or someone kind of tells you about along the way so you know, that was, I think, a really good story. And uh, when I was actually back in Colorado, a friend of mine that, uh, smart kid, um, but probably isn't someone that I, you know, doesn't really like um, tell me, you know, he's perceptive as well, but doesn't really share those kinds of things. But definitely said, um, when I saw him the year before, like how he s said that I looked like I was very happy and very content. You know, so uh, I thought that was kind of cool that he that he kind of saw that and actually took the time to, uh, you know, tell me all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I mean, I don't think you have to be like a full time traveler or you don't have to spend a lot of money, you know, to, you know, find adventure. Right. You know, I don't know how many people that I've known in, you know, big cities who don't even migrate out of their own neighborhood, you know, and when I used to live in, you know, in Boulder. You know, I always would take maybe one or two trips a year. You know, I always went to San Francisco to go to Harley Strictly Bluegrass and I'd spend a week in the city. And, you know, but other times, you know, I would always do something for my birthday. I'd go, you know, up to the mountains and go snowshoeing or, you know, try to find like a little town I've never been to or take a drive or a new hike. You know, I think all those things, um, you know, can, can help. You know, all those things are part of the... The adventure and they all those things can stimulate your brain and and puts you at peace um, another thing I don't know if this is really relatable and actually I actually did mention it above a little bit is when I lived in Colorado as well I had uh, sometimes really had a hard time sleeping I go through these these pockets of time where you know it would take me hours to fall asleep or I'd wake up in the middle of the night and just not be able to fall back to sleep and since and when I started traveling it didn't happen to me once until, you know, over the winter I was in Bend and I was in one place. So I was kind of back to kind of like a normal kind of life. And it happened a couple of times and it actually happened one time in Colorado when I was 
spend a lot of time in one place. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, when I'm traveling and I'm in my camper, you know, and I'm driving down the road, I'm looking for, you know, meeting people and I'm, you know, trying to find places to camp and you're trying to get your work done and, you know, weird things happen and such, you know, like I'm definitely mentally and physically tired, you know, by the time um, the day's over and I just always seem to sleep, you know, so it's definitely a cure for that as well. So being a full-time traveler, and I guess according to everything um, I just said, and pardon my language here, but I'm gonna do this just to uh, make a point, is uh, maybe I must be the fucking happiest person on the planet, right? <laughs> but that kind of leads into the other thought, is this uh, this need for community, this like this need to belong, this need to like, give back and you know be part of something and feel connected to, to something or someone, you know, to kind of be like Norm from Cheers, you know, a place where everybody knows your name. You know, and uh, I mean, I've always kind of liked this idea of community. And you know, when I first traveling, started traveling, you know, I I kind of had a hard time with it. You know, because um, you know, when I live in Colorado, you know, I you know, I had my community of friends, and you know, I helped out with a couple of networking events and helped plan. And you know, I always had all these amazing friends who were doing a lot more amazing things that I was ever doing, but trying to do my best to support all of them. You know, and then when I was on the road, all that was kind of, you know, kind of gone. You know, and I kind of told myself, like, you know, everywhere you go, you know, is my community, you know, which is correct in theory. You know, we all live in this, you know, large community. We're all trying to get by and do the right thing and do good and, you know, uh, help each other out, you know. But I just don't think that deeper connection of community was there. You know, even when I was in Bend, where I spent six months, you know, I don't really think that was fully embraced and maybe it was because you know I knew I was leaving or maybe even just the the energy of the what I put out you know I knew I was leaving so I just it wasn't really you know quite there you know so I think that whole idea of not of being not being able to give back was kind of the thing that I, was mostly always on my mind you know and I was trying to figure out a way to kind of do that and uh I guess what I've been trying to do over the last few months, and I don't know if this is cheesy or not, but I guess this, I've been just trying to do a better job of being like just open and present when I'm out in the world, um, which, you know, like I said, might be like a little strange. And but it's amazing how, you know, just if you're, you know, going to a town and you go to a coffee shop or you're at a, you know, a brewery or a restaurant or whatever, just, to, you know, get off your phone or off your headphones and make eye contact with people. And I have to admit having my dog Mazzy helps a lot because I can go to a lot of places and everybody wants to, uh, you know, pet her and know about know about her. But I think this is idea of this kind of opening yourself up. It's amazing how many people will come up to you and just start talking. And how many people actually, you know, want to talk and start conversations. And it's so amazing to like learn people's stories and, you know, get to know you know, locals and other people in that way. So I've, you know, I've feel like I've, I could do an entire podcast just on, you know, just on stories that I've, uh, that I've heard over, over the last, you know, two and a half years. You know, so I guess ultimately, you know, from all that, I kind of, you know, feel like what community, you know, means to me now is, you know, is giving a helping hand, you know, giving an open ear when needed. And I think if we do all these things, I think that, you know, the deeper idea of community will kind of take care of itself. You know, um, you know, as I've, you know, started to think about this kind of thing in a, 
you know, trying to take it a step further, you know, I have to admit, I'm not fully, you know, confident, I think, that we were all meant to be in one place. You know, if you kind of look back in history, you know, we've only been stationary beings now for, you know, like 10,000 years, you know, for the better part of two and a half million years or so, you know, when humans have been around, we've mostly been, you know, nomads, you know, humans were, you know, tethered to the herds and the flocks and to, you know, edibles and the climate shifts that, that occurred with all of that. And, you know, so people traveled, ate and lived light, you know, so, you know, it's um, not a huge mental leap to think that, you know, our biological default setting was, you know, actually set to be, to be no, to be nomads and be nomadic. Um, you know, it wasn't until, you know, people started, you know, um, making, you know, land produce and then um, having to, you know, build houses close to their crops and, you know, with surpluses of food, people started having to, you know, build villages and, you know, um, villages became cities and, and then as urbanization and all that kind of, kind of stuff kind of occurred, you know, global, globalization, you know, um, helped us immensely, you know, um, no longer did we have to, you know, sail across the sea to buy fruits and spices and all this kind of stuff. Like all this stuff is basically, you know, down the streets. And granted, if you live outside the city, you know, it might take a little bit more, but essentially, um, our lives have been built or our society has been built to be engineered for comfort and convenience, you know? So, you know, I always kind of have this like weird analogy that, you know, I've, I'm allergic to like all these foods, you know, I can't eat soy and I can't eat dairy, which I think a lot of people can't, you know, cause we're, I don't believe our bodies is, are evolved enough to process those things. I'm not really quite sure that, uh, you know, our, our brains or our, our body, you know, we're processed enough to like be in one place, you know? And I think that's why, you know, this idea of travel is such a, a strong thing to so many people. So ultimately, I mean, I don't really know, you know, I mean, for me, I can say, I think it's finding this balance of how you can, how these two things can, you know, work together, you know, and I'm not about to say like, these are the two things that create happiness. Cause I, you know, very much know that, you know, that uh, happiness and lack of happiness has lot, you know, has lots of different reasons, lots of different means, and there's lots of things that are involved in that. But these are just two things I feel that, uh, at least for me, that kind of create these kinds of things. And it's all, you know, like I said, it's all about balance. When I was in Denver, I was turned on, I met a, 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 another full-time RVer who turned me on to this event in Bend with all these RVers got together for a week through this uh, group called the Escapers. And I was, you know, I had to go. It was funny because my, where the event was, was literally seven miles from where my camper was being stored for the summer. You know, so um, I beelined it to Ben's and spent the week there. And it was amazing. Like all these people, just like me, most of them, you know, like I say, full-time, full-time workers as well. So people in my demographic, my age group, but, it was a part, you know, and then hearing all their stories, because lots of these people travel together, and even after the event was over, a lot of them stayed in the Bend area together and, and traveled, you know, or stayed there for like another week and then doing all, you know, little groups, you know, go this way and that way to, uh, you know, travel together. So, you know, they have, I think they found a good balance of, you know, having that community and, you know, traveling together and then having, you know, obviously being able to have the happiness of, seeing new places and doing all this cool stuff. So 
I think that was one aspect of the, the balance that I personally don't do well in. You know, I've basically travel almost by myself. So I think um, that kind of turned me on to, you know, a better way of finding some balance and creating, creating that community in that way. So I think the one thing it basically taught me is, you know, you gotta make an effort, you know, um, you can't make excuses to do things. Like if there's something out there that you need to find, you know, it's out there, you know, if it's trying to get out and explore more, or if it's out, you know, if you're, you know, on the exploring side, it's, you know, going out and, you know, going out and finding the people, you know, finding that community and make things happen in your life. You know, I just uh, got together with a friend for a drink a couple nights ago and she definitely kind of reminded me of that about how, you know, you've got to have the confidence. You just got to go out and, and make things happen, you know, and most of the time we always have these excuses why we don't make things happen. Um, but I, you know, but most of the time, if you do, if you put in, if you have the good energy to do it, you know, basically good things, you know, usually happen, you know, so, uh, you know, so ultimately get out there and find your balance and, you know, find what works for you. You know, I find, you find it amazing how I feel like, you know, there's more unhappiness going on in the world right now than, you know, that I've, you know, that I've seen. And, you know, because we think about, you know, we live, our lives are so much simpler now than they were you know, 100 years ago, 200, 500 years ago, but it seemed like our happiness levels maybe aren't. So I think, you know, we all kind of, you know, kind of take control of our lives to be able to, you know, do what's best for us and, you know, block out all the other things of, of other people and, you know, do what's best for you. You know, if you take care of yourself, you can take care of others. So I think that's one thing I've definitely learned. So that is what I've got for for this episode. I have a couple of quick quotes that I always like to end with and then uh, time to move on. Uh, the first one is one, is an anonymous quote, but it, I think it was actually something that was said kind of earlier in some of the scientific things saying that travel is the only thing you can buy that makes you richer, which I firmly agree with. And, you know, I think uh, this other quote is from Dan Rather. It says, if all difficulties were known at the outset of a long journey, most of us would never start out at all, which I think kind of goes into, you know, some of the stuff isn't easy, you know, to get out there and, you know, travel more if that's what you want to do or, find, or you know, try to immerse yourself in a community to find the right people. I know all that stuff is easier said than done, but usually it brings something that's uh, worthwhile in the end. So, so that's episode four. Thanks for everyone for listening and uh, happy exploring. To listen to all the episodes and to read my blog, go to www.travelingdesigner.co. That's www.travelingdesigner.co.